Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Off of the Couch podcast. Maggie here. Have you been eating well, exercising, and still have trouble losing weight? Are you cold, losing hair, and tired? My interview today is with Shannon Hansen of Thriving Thyroid. She's a functional nutrition practitioner who helps people that have issues with their thyroid gland. I hope you don't have this, but I think you'll find it interesting and maybe helpful for yourself or someone you know. It's not a long interview, and while we're not giving medical advice, you can consult with Shannon if you need more personal information. Here's Shannon Hansen. All right. Well, well, why don't we just jump in though? And why don't you tell us about your background and how you got going in uh, the, is it functional therapy? Functional nutrition. Functional yep. nutrition. Yep. I have a few different degrees and paths. Um, I'll give you guys kind of the watered down version. Um, I got started for fun <laughs> um, oh. with this stuff. So really I had my first baby my husband and I, I grew up in, in such a place, or we together, well, let me back up. So we grew up, both of us, in a culture where, like, women stay home and provide that for their kids, you know, that kind of thing. And so I always call them, like, pink and blue jobs. And had our first baby. I was staying at home. I loved everything. It was wonderful. Second baby came around. My sister was going back to school for occupational therapy. My husband was completing his um degree as a mechanical engineer, uh, mechanical slash welding engineer. And I was watching these two people in my life just grow and progress and flourish. And so I was like, I want to, I want to have my own background, you know, like my own piece. And so my husband was like, that's totally fine. I'll support you in going back to school and completing everything. Pick something that you want to do. Don't go do like accounting or, you know, teaching or something, thinking you have to quote unquote work. So that opened up a whole new possibilities. Um, I thought I wanted to go into herbal medicine and um, <laughs> that wasn't, I just didn't feel good about any of the programs. I found this other program um, that I did complete as a function or a holistic wellness practitioner uh, specializing in nutrition with a minor in urban farming. And I thought, oh, this is great. Like I feed my family and I have a garden, so I get to learn how to do all of it better. And little did I know a few years later that I would be called essentially to do a little bit more. I have a lot of um, people we went to church with and friends in the community that just kept asking, you know, what are you doing? What do you know? How, you know? And so I just started working with people organically. Um, And then so that's how I got started with it. And then a few years later, I was really struggling with my own health, um, trying to find answers. And all of it led back to hormones and thyroid. So <laughs> that's where we're at now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So what are common symptoms that um, people have when they have thyroid issues? Yeah. So it's going to be all of the the normal things, right? Uh, weight gain. Um, puffiness, inflammation, feeling tired all the time. A lot of it does come with digestive issues. 
the two big ones that I see are constipation, where they're having, they're going to the bathroom every couple of days, which are like, oh, that's normal. I've been doing that my whole life. Or they're bouncing back and forth between being constipated and like diarrhea. And so um, those are other ones, as well as what we talked about, fatigue, cold hands, hair loss, um, mm. thinning, some of those basic, basic thyroid things. And just getting the diet straightened out doesn't take care of all that. Do you, um, so you must get into testing then to figure this out? Yeah. So we do testing. What? Let me back up a little bit. So nutrition is a huge part of everybody's body, right? Because yeah. we have to think of it as fuel for the body. I can't go put diesel in my gas car. It's not going to work same way as me trying to put, you know, gasoline in an electric car, it's not going to run properly. So we have to match up the right nutrition for each individual person. And we all have different metabolic types. We use certain minerals at different rates based off genetics, based off environmental things, all of that. So we have to find <laughs> which metabolic type is for you and which foods are going to fit the best. So the best way to explain this is think about like those old fashioned car radios or like radios in general, where we had to dial in to get the right station. Mm. If you went too far one way, things were off. If you went too far the other way, you could hear all the static, but when you got it just right, everything was dialed in and you could hear the sound perfectly clear. That's the same thing with our nutrition and with our metabolic type. So a lot of people want to do diets that they find on magazines or what their friend did and and it's just not working for them so that's a part of the nutrition that's going to play a role in helping the body like re-establish balance the second part of that is we have to figure out what has caused you to get to those thyroid issues so for me all of my hormonal imbalances happened going back to when I was not well high school, I had some, but really it kicked it off after having a baby. And then I lived in a mold infested home for three oh, no. years. And so post that, it was like, I couldn't lose weight. I was tired. I was puffy. Everybody's like, oh, you just had a baby. Oh, you know, like just blaming it on all these different things. And I was like, no, my body, like something I know deep down is not right. So yes, nutrition, but my nutrition was dialed in I was gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, soy-free, corn-free. I was working with a personal trainer three times a week or three, yeah, three times a week. And then going to the gym five to six times a week. And I was gaining weight. Wow. <laughs> and I was eating, I was oh growing my gosh. My food. Yeah, I was growing my own food. So we have a garden. Um, we raise our own chickens to eat. We raise our oh. own cows to eat. Like I'm telling you, things were so dialed in that it didn't make sense, you yeah. know? And I think not everybody, you know, every, some people that I talk to are like, yeah, my diet could improve, you know, but a right. lot of times I get people who are already gluten-free and dairy-free and they're like, I don't understand, you know, what, why things aren't working. So then you go to testing when it gets to the. Yeah, I start, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I start everybody with testing. Um, okay. I do functional testing. So the testing that I start everybody off with, 
Um, one, because it's the most affordable pricing, it's the most affordable for the information that you're getting. Um, and that is an HTMA that stands for hair trace mineral analysis. Oh, okay. So essentially you're going to cut off a little bit of hair. Um, it ends up being about a tablespoon. And what that does is we're looking at three months period of time versus blood work, whereas just giving you what is happening at that moment in that time. And so right. we're able to get a longer history of, okay, what is your body really doing and how do we support you? Oh, interesting. So does it hair, does that tell hormones or does that just tell like minerals? So it's really kind of interesting. We, the way that we explain minerals is it's like the body's spark plugs. And so inside of this testing, it tests minerals and it tests for heavy metals. But in addition to that, we're looking at ratios and how those ratios. So let me give you an example. Um, zinc to copper ratio, that's going to tell us how your hormones are functioning. If we're looking at thyroid specifically, we're looking at calcium to um, potassium ratio. And so when both of those ratios are out of balance, we know that your hypo or your hyperthyroid, even if your blood work isn't showing that, or we know if you're having too much estrogen or not enough uh, progesterone based off like, again, those ratios for those hormones. So then we start to, again, utilize the nutrition, utilize lifestyle and sometimes supplementation to get the body back in that right balance so that you're feeling your best. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, because um, I know that the people that I know that um, take like a thyroid medicine, obviously Synthroid or Lerithyroxin, usually, um, you know, they just got a blood test at their doctors and then they were low. So they gave them the synthetic hormone to make it higher and that's the end <laughs> they don't really check to see if the symptoms have gone away or they're doing better they just look at that level in the blood at the next appointment so yeah and it on average it takes about seven years for someone to be diagnosed with thyroid so mm -hmm. they've already had it for seven years before they even get diagnosed most of the time and through the, the hair testing, we can validate that a little bit ahead of time because nice. we can start to see um, the cellular sensitivity. So are you okay if I dive into like um, the, I guess the calcium to potassium ratio and some things that your listeners can do? Of course. Yeah. yeah I, mean, okay. I might not understand, but I can look it up later. <laughs> well, I'll try to keep it pretty high level. So okay. we have cells in our body, right? And when our cells aren't hydrated, well, let me back up. Every cell in the body is dependent upon thyroid hormone. So every cell has thyroid hormone receptors to it. And when our body is underhydrated, when we don't have enough potassium, all of those things, that cellular function doesn't work as well. So energy starts to fall. We have digestive issues. We start hair loss, like all of, again, all of those thyroid symptoms and potassium is one of the minerals that helps our cells of our body become sensitive to 
thyroid hormones, other hormones inside the body. It helps balance out electrolytes, blood pressure, water retention, um, and it helps to stabilize insulin or blood sugar levels inside the body. So out of hundreds of tests that I've done, um, I average about 300 tests per year. And I've been doing this since like 2017. So a while. <laughs> um, potassium is a huge key player. So going back to constipation for our clients. So a lot of people, and this is a mistake that I made as well, is my doctor was like, oh, your magnesium levels are low. You're constipated. Take a magnesium citrate. So I would take that. I would have a bowel movement. And I'm thinking, man, things are really good but I could never get off the magnesium in order to have a normal, healthy bowel movement until I started utilizing potassium because potassium helps to support magnesium levels. Um, so what I recommend for my clients is about 3000 milligrams of potassium per day, and it has to be through food. So it can't, you can't supplement your way there. <laughs> it has to be through food. Mm. So eating things like um, potatoes, um, all, uh, uh, oh my goodness, aloe juice, <laughs> acorn squash, bone broth, um, beets, coconut water, avocados, salmon, all of those things are high in potassium and they help to boost those potassium levels so that you start actually getting a better response from your thyroid medication and blood sugar levels, just everything, right? It's, it's a really key thing. And it's not something that is really getting tested anywhere else. Mm. Yeah. And um, the only food I, I, you know, most people think of is bananas. <laughs> is that a, a good source of potassium or I, all the foods you just listed are foods I like. So, um, and I don't eat a lot of bananas. So that's interesting. Yeah, potassium or um, bananas, strawberries. Strawberries actually have more potassium than bananas, um, but bananas have about three hundred and sixty, um, depending on things. So, I one of the one of the easiest ways that I have found is adrenal cocktails. So you're basically mixing a little bit of orange juice, um, coconut water cream of tartar, cream of tartar has about, or like half a teaspoon has about 250. Um, and then a little bit of um, pink Himalayan salt or Celtic salt in there. So that helps with the sodium to potassium balance. Um, and then it gives you about 1300 milligrams of potassium a day. So that little drink helps a ton. Oh, very nice. So do um, women have more thyroid issues than men or is it the same across the board? Women do. Yeah, typically women do. And I think there's not a lot of research on why. So this is Shannon's speculation as to why women's hormones, we fluctuate throughout the entire month, whereas men, their hormones fluctuate throughout the day. So they go through a whole hormonal cycle in that day versus us women who cycle monthly. And so because men can rest when they need to and have energy when they need to, 
their bodies just respond a little bit different, right? And so for us women, I know for me for a long time, when I was on my menstrual cycle or different things like that, I wasn't taking the time to nap or rest when my body was like, slow down, <laughs> right? Um, that's, that's part of the reason why men come home after work and they sit down on the couch because their hormones are like, you're done for the day, right? Right. <laughs> so. Right. And women still are have to make dinner and their their kids have homework and baths and <laughs> yes, yep. all, of the all the things. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And that probably has a lot to do with it as well. That um, that caregiver personality, maybe that we have to maybe take care of everybody and ignore our own uh, our own symptoms until they're intolerable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well and we do other things like take birth control right birth mm -hmm. control messes with our hormones like it's kind of it, it's just a bad cycle but once we know better we can do better right so making sure that like yeah anyways we don't have to go into all that unless you want to <laughs> well yeah go ahead what what um what is helpful with that yeah, so birth control is so copper, going back to the, the zinc to copper ratio, mm -hmm. um, when copper is high, that puts us in a place of estrogen dominance, and that estrogen dominance drives down progesterone, which makes it hard for like fertility and issues like that. But when we also have low levels of progesterone, we have a little bit more ADHD or ADD where we're just struggling with that mental focus, that mental clarity. Um, we have higher anxiety. We just feel like we're spinning all the time. We can't shut off our brain. And we're like, we're constantly feeling behind and unable to get caught up. And then it just adds to the everything else, right? When kids come home from school and we got homework and we got bath time and we got dinner time and sports and activities and all the things. And, yeah. and it's like, my body is just tired, you know? So birth control depletes a lot of those minerals in our body that help give us the energy. Well, it's our responsibility. <laughs> we don't want to have babies to, to do something about it. in a lot of, in a lot of cases, um, especially through, through the childbearing years, it, a lot of times it falls to the women to take care of that. Um, so it just kind of further throws off the mineral balances and hormones long-term. Okay. So do you find that that nutrient-rich diet uh, plus a little supplementation? Is that your main um, way of treating? Yeah. So yes and no. So I believe the body is like an ecosystem, right? Everything works together. And so yes, a nutrient-dense diet supplementation, the right supplementation. Let me say that because I've worked with, um, I had one client who came to work with me who was on like 38 different supplements in a day. And I was like, holy moly, my friend. And then she was taking like 20 something medications. And I was oh like, my gosh, this is too, like your body doesn't know what to do with all of this information. You're trying to give it all at once. Um, so for me, what I've I have kind of two different mentalities for people. If you don't know, if you don't have the testing and you don't know what to supplement with, don't supplement. The only two that I would recommend 
would be digestive enzymes and probiotics. Oh, nice. Because it's going to help you absorb your food or digest your food and absorb the nutrients in your diet. Most of us already have some kind of compromised digestive tract where we might have heartburn or indigestion or bloating. And all of that is signs of low stomach acid um, and not having the enzymes necessary. So that would be the first place that I would start. And then after that, like obviously um, probiotics in there as well. And then even simple things like vitamin D throws off the thyroid balance inside of the body and can aggravate your thyroid. Even though you're going to the doctor, they're testing your vitamin D, it's showing that it's low and then they're putting you on it. I'm like, it's making it worse. <laughs> so don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really have to know what supplements are going to be the best. So for vitamin D, because I use that as an example, um, we want to work with liver function and we want to be making sure that you have 10 minutes outside where you're getting sunlight. Even oh, nice. Okay. Um, that will be better for you than, than just supplementing with vitamin D. Um, there was something else I was going to say. So yeah, after that, once you do testing and you work with someone and you know specifically what to test for or what supplements you should be taking, that would be when I would start supplementing. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll go there. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you're looking at their ratios and stuff. Um, Okay. That's pretty interesting. Oh, you do meal plans? Yeah. Yep. So everybody, so I offer two different kind of, well, I offer more services than this, but the two main ones um, is I work with people for six months. We do testing. Everything is included in there. All of the testing, um, the individual protocols, support, all of that. Um, This they and they get the meal plans, right? Meal plans for them with recipes, all of that. Um, but then I offer another program where if people want to just get recipes, have some done for you meal plans, things like that, they can go work inside of there. And it's just a monthly subscription where we add new recipes all the time. We're always listening to what people need. And I give you guys um, once a month one-on-one coaching or not one-on-one coaching. I'm sorry, group coaching once a month, group coaching. So you guys can come ask questions and I can help you figure out what you should be eating, helping, like we talked about at the very beginning, dialing in that nutrition for your body so that you can really start to learn how to listen to those things. Okay. Well, why don't you tell everybody where they can find that? Um, so thrivingthyroid.com is where you can find all of the information um, best, best bet uh, or, and, or on thriving or on Instagram at thriving thyroid. Um, those are two really good places to just come hang out with me. Um, the website, I'm still working on updating it a little bit. We've rebranded some colors and things. So, um, hopefully, (laughs) hopefully we'll be soon. Uh, the thyroid fed hub is the nutrition or the meal planning hub. Um, that one is not on the website, so you'll have to go over to Instagram and okay. Be there and Instagram is nice because yeah, you can usually find everybody's links. You yeah. know, it does make it easy to find everything. Yeah. And that you said thriving thyroid on yep. Instagram. Yep. Okay. I'm pretty much thriving thyroid everywhere. <laughs> so podcast, Perfect. Instagram, Facebook. 
website, all of it. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much. Um, anything, anything I've forgotten that you want me to add in before I let you go? No, I would just tell the listeners, like, just keep going. You're doing way better than you think you are. And, you know, there's a lot of good information out there. And sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And <laughs> it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, hey, help point me in the right direction or whatever, so that I can start feeling better because I didn't close my office doors because everybody was outside. But our kids and our family are the most important things. And so if we don't have the energy to do what we want to do and to have the life that we want, then it's okay to invest in yourself a little bit. Wow, very nice. Very nice. All right. I also think it's possible that low-calorie dieting might cause low thyroid hormones due to the body trying to down-regulate. I don't have any references to back that up. It's just something I've heard over the years. There are also autoimmune thyroid disorders, which are different and getting very common. Clearly, I'm not an expert on this subject, so I would like to encourage you to check out Shannon's Instagram at Thriving Thyroid, and from there you can find all her programs. Thanks again for listening to the Off of the Couch podcast. You can find me at offofthecouch.com. Take a small step. See you next week.